0: It's your boy, Little Bleach, back in this bitch. And today we're going to be talking about the Chris Benoit double homicide. Or double murder and suicide. I guess it is technically a double homicide, but anyways. So, this is straight from the the plug Wikipedia. So, over a three-day period between June 22 and 24, 2007, Chris Benoit, a 40-year-old Canadian professional wrestler... Employed by the World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, living in Fayetteville, Georgia, killed his wife, Nancy Bennett, Benoit, and seven-year-old Daniel before hanging himself. Autopsy results showed that Bennett's wife, Benoit's wife was murdered first as she was bound at the feet and wrists and died of asphyxiation on the night of June 22. On June 25, Nancy was found wrapped in a towel with blood under her head, all through Fayette County District Attorney Scott Ballard reported no other signs of a struggle. Uh, the couple's son, Daniel Christopher Benoit, who also died of asphyxiation, was killed as he was lying sedated in his bed on the morning of June 23. Then on the evening of June 24, ben- Benoit committed suicide in his rate room when he used his lat pull-down machine to hang himself. He placed bibles near the bodies of his wife and son since Benoit's suicide. Numerous explanations for his actions have been proposed, including severe chronic traumatic um, and self... CTE, let's just say that. Um, which, basically, CTE can be, like, Basically, just, like, I don't know, like, I would guess, like, let's just say, like, you just smacked your head over and over and over, and it could just, like, do long-term damage to where it would just fuck your brain up. That's, like, a summary of CTE in the easiest form. It's, like, a really big problem with, like, football players, and I could see why Chris Benoit, I mean, the dude had a flying headbutt, so it's kind of, like, one of those things, like, if you're doing a flying headbutt, you're bound to do some damage to your brain. But here we go. CTE, and also steroid and alcohol abuse, leading to a failing marriage and other personal problems. The incident led to numerous media accounts and a federal investigation into steroid abuse and professional wrestling. Coincidentally, during the span of the murders, Benoit's former tag partner, Beef Wellington, was found dead. Benoit committed suicide two days later. It's crazy that Beef Wellington was found dead. So I wonder if... Okay, so this we're going to talk a little bit about this. But I wonder if his tag partner dying was what made him snap, or I wonder if maybe he had something to do with that. Um, We're going to have to look in this more Beef Wellington shit. Uh, Benoit committed suicide two days later. Nancy Benoit. On Friday, June... 2007 Chris Benoit killed his wife Nancy in an upstairs bedroom her limbs were bound and her head was wrapped in a towel a copy of a missing bible was left by her body injuries indicated that Benoit had pressed a knee into her back while pulling on the cord around her neck causing strangulation officials said there were no signs of immediate struggle toxicologists found alcohol in her body but were unable to determine whether it was it has been Present before death or was a decomposition product? Decomposition also makes it difficult to estimate pre-death levels of hydrocodone and zolanium found in therapeutic levels in her body. In any case, her medical examiner saw no evidence that she was sedated as her son had been when he was killed. Daniel Benoit, Daniel Christopher Benoit, February 2005, 2000 to June 23, 2007 was Chris's third child and second son, having older parental half-siblings named David and Omega via Chris's first wife, Martina, who were all living in Canada at the time that the murder-suicide took place. He was Nancy's oldest only child as she had no children with her ex-husbands, Jim Dallas or Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Daniel was suffocated and killed in his bedroom, and a copy of the Bible was left by his body. Daniel had internal internal injuries to the throat area, showing no bruises. Daniel's exact time of death is unknown. The reports determined Daniel was sedated with Xanax and likely unconscious when he was killed. Daniel's body... Had also started to show signs of de- decomposition decomposition, but was not as far along as his mother's body. It was later alleged that Daniel had a fragile X syndrome that was the cause of domestic problems in the Benoit family. It was also suggested hold on, let's just look this up. I don't know what the fuck that is. Fragile X system, okay. Is a genetic disorder characterized by mild to moderate in- intellectual disability, the average IQ in males with FXS is under, 30, under 55. While about two-thirds of the affected females are intellectually disabled, physical features may include a long, narrow face, large ears, flexible fingers, and large testicles. Low-key sounds like me right now and about a third of those affected have the features of autism, such as problems with social interactions, delayed speech, hyperactivity is common, seizures occur in about 10%, and males are usually more affected than females. Um, Let's just keep going. This disorder and finding of fragile X syndrome has a X-linked recessive inheritance. It is Typically caused by the expansion of CGG triplet repeat within the FMR1 gene or the X chromosome. The resorting silence of the methylation of this part of the gene and deficiency of the resilient protein FMRB, which is required by the natural development of connections between neurons. Diagnosed requires genetic testing to determine the number of CGG repeats in the fMR gene. Normally, there are about five and four repeats. Fragile X syndrome occurs when there are more than 200. A premutation is said to be present when the gene has between 40 and 200 repeats. Women with this uh, premutation have an increased risk of having an affected child. Testing for premutation carries may allow for genetic counseling. There is no cure. Early invention is recommended as it promotes the most range of developing a full range of skills. These inventions may include special education, speech therapy, physical therapy, behavioral therapy. Um, medicines may be used to treat associated seizures, mood problems, aggressive behavior, or AGHD. Fragile egg syndrome is estimated to occur in 1.4% per 10,000 males and 0.9 per 10,000 females. All right, that's all we need to know. But yeah, that I don't know if that might have had something to do with it. I think it was, I don't think he killed his son over a disability. I think he killed his son just because like he was going to kill the mom anyway. So like maybe it's more that he wanted to kill the mom, but he didn't want his son to have to go through that in life. Or maybe he just wanted to kill them both because like, But it's kind of crazy that, like, his other kids were in different custody because it makes you wonder, like, would he have killed them, too? You know, so, I don't know. It's just crazy, though. Okay, it it was later alleged that Daniel had Fragile X Syndrome and that was the cause of domestic problems in the Benoit family. It was also suggested that the needle marks on Daniel's arm were the result of growth hormones given to him because Benoit and his family considered him over undersized due to fragile X. Benoit's coworker and best friend, Chris Jericho stated that his own research on the condition, the symptoms fit Daniel to a T all across the board concerning those who had publicly stated that had no knowledge of Daniel having the condition. Jericho said, if Chris had decided that we wanted to, wanted to keep it to himself, you wouldn't have been able to pry that out of him with, with anything Despite Chris Jericho's initial statements regarding Daniel, he later stated in the 2011 book, Undisputed, it turned out that Daniel didn't have fragile eggs by the time it made sense because I was grasping at straws. District Attorney Ballard later released a statement saying that the source with the access to Daniel's medical files found no mention of any pre-existing mental or physical ailments. Likewise, Dan. Daniel Benoit's teachers reported that he was on par with other students and not about to be held back as previously thought. Speaking publicly for the first time in a major public interview on the Talk is Jericho podcast in, 19, in 2016, Nancy's sister Sandra Toffoloni unevi- unequivocally denied any claims that Daniel ever had fragile X or any such condition. She stated that the claims of the needle mark on Daniel's arm were preposterous. After the murders, at about 3:30 EDT on Saturday, June 23rd, 2007, fellow wrestler and close friend Chavo Guerrero received a voicemail message from Chris Benoit's phone stating that both Nancy and Daniel had food poisoning. He would be late for tonight's house show in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, Guerrero called Benoit back and found that Benoit sounded tired and groggy as he confirmed everything that he said in his voice message. Guerrero, who was concerned about Benoit's tone and and demeanor, called him back. 12 minutes later, Benoit did not answer the call and Guerrero left a message back telling Benoit to call him back. At 3.44 estimated time, Benoit called Guerrero back, stating that he had not answered the call because he was on the phone with the Delta Airlines changing his flight. Benoit stated that he had a stressful day due to Nancy and Daniel being sick from food poisoning. Guerrero then replied, All right, man, if you need talk, I'm here. Benoit ended the conversation by saying, Chavo, I love you. During a 2014 appearance on Chris Jericho's Talk is Jericho podcast. Guerrero said Benoit sounded off when he talked to him, especially when he said, I love you with emphasis. Another coworker who had often traveled with Benoit called him and out, called him from outside the Houston airport. Benoit answered and told the coworker that Nancy was vomiting blood and Daniel was also vomiting. Benoit failed to show up to the house show in Belmont and left a voicemail on Chavo Guerrero's cell phone that he would be on a flight that would arrive in Houston at 8 a.m. CDT on the following Sunday morning. During this time, Benoit also called and left a voicemail for an unknown friend. On Sunday, June 24, 2007, the five text messages were sent to coworkers between 3.51 a.m. and 3.58 a.m. using both Chris and Nancy Benoit's cell phones. Four of them were the Benoit's addresses. The fifth said that the family's dogs were in the enclosed pool area and also noted that the garage doors had been left open. Guerrero and referee Scott Armstrong were two of the receipts of these text messages. Chavo Guerrero was waking up by the text and went back to sleep, telling himself that he was picking up Benoit at the Houston airport in a few hours. Benoit failed to show at the Houston airport on the flight that arrived at 8 a.m., Late Sunday morning, Benoit called WWE's talent relations office, stating that his son was vomiting and that that him and Nancy were at the hospital with him. Or that he and Nancy were at the hospital with him. He also stated that he would be taking a later flight into Houston where he was scheduled to face CM Punk for the vacant ECW World Championship at Vengeance. Night of Champions. Benoit failed to appear for the Vengeance Night Champions pay-per-view event in Houston on the, the night of Sunday, June 24. Uh, Chris Paul Benoit, according to the District Attorney Ballard, and City Sheriff committed suicide by hanging. Benoit used a weight machine cord to hang himself by creating a noose from the end of a cord on a pull-down machine. From which the bar had been removed, Benoit released the the weights, causing his strangulation. Ballard said Benoit was found hanging from the pulley cable. On the 2006 Talk It Talk Is Jericho podcast, Nancy's sister Sandra Tefolian clarified some of the details further. She said that over the weekend, after the murders, the search history on Benoit's computer showed that he had researched the quickest. An easiest way to break a neck. He had later used a towel around his neck and attached the handles to the machine, which he pulled down using a heavy weight and let go, breaking his neck instantly. Discovery of the bodies. On Monday, June 2005, 2007, WWE wrestlers and senior officials arrived in the Corpus Christi for WWE Raw which was to take place on the Monday night at the American Bank Center as the early hours of the afternoon progressed and the show got closer to start. WWE, senior officials were increasingly concerned that they hadn't heard from Chris Benoit in over 24 hours. Chavo Guerrero then showed WWE Vince Vice President of Talent Relations, John Rain, his, whatever his fucking name is that God that's John Rody aka Johnny Ace the text messages that he and Scott Armstrong had received from Chris and Nancy's cell phone in the early hours of Sunday and at some as some time progressed without any contact from Chris Benoit WWE called the Fayetteville Georgia Police for a welfare check in the Benoit household after discovering the bodies the police notified the WWE around 415 informing them that they had discovered three bodies at the Benoit house home and house and were now ruled as major as a major crime scene a suicide note was not discovered during the initial investigation but one was later discovered in a bible that had been among the Benoit's possessions that were sent to his first wife Martina Benoit and their two children in Canada Benoit's father, Michael Benoit, stated that Chris had left a handwritten notation saying, I'm preparing to leave this earth. Memorial and cremation. A memorial for Nancy and Daniel took place in Daytona Beach, Florida on July 14, 2007. Both were cremated and their ashes placed in starfish shaped urns for Nancy's family. Chris was also cremated following a private memorial service in Alderson, Alberta, August 6, 2007, but the fate of his ashes has not been publicly revealed. Possible motives. WWE attorney Jerry McDevitt appeared on live with Dan Abrams on July 17, 2007, and said that Benoit was prescribed testosterone as part of a treatment for test, testosterone replacement therapy, which McDivitt said was a common medical practice for people who had used steroids in the past and had suffered testicular damage as a result. Um, former wrestler Christopher Nowelski stated that Benoit may have been suffering from repeat untreated untre- concussions throughout his wrestling career, ultimately leading to an unstable mental state. Um, Neweskin was quoted as saying that Benoit was one of the few only guys who would take a chair shot to the back of the head, which is stupid. Tests conducted on Benoit's brain by Julian Balls, the head of neurosurgeon at, West, at WVU, West Virginia University, showed Benoit's brain was so severely damaged it resembled the brain of an 85-year-old Alzheimer's patient. Other tests can conducted on the Benoit's brain tissue revealed severe chronic traumatic CTE damage and damaged all four libs of the brain and brainstem. Bows and his uh, colleagues concluded that the repeated concussions can lead to dementia, which can contribute to several behavioral problems. Benoit's father said that brain damage may have been a leading cause of the double murder-suicide, a statement released by the WWE, dismissed this idea as speculative. Nancy Benoit had filed for a divorce in May 2003, allegedly after domestic abuse from Chris, but had withdrawn it August 2003. In February 2008, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that Nancy may have suspected her husband of having an affair with a female WWE wrestler and that they may have also argued over a life policy, a life insurance policy. The AGC claimed the source was recently released report from the Fayette County's sheriff's office. Speaking on the matter in his autobiography, The Hardcore Truth, Hardcore Holly speculates the main influence in Benoit's actions was alcohol abuse rather than steroids. Holly and Benoit traveled together on the road during their time in the WWE and Holly did not believe steroids played a big factor and that Benoit tended to drink more than he normally would when issues with Nancy arose. There had been speculations suggesting the incident was not a murder sauce and rather Benoit was murdered alongside his family in their home. There were suggestions that Kevin Sullivan, Nancy's ex-husband had broken into their home and murdered them However, the police cleared them. The World Wrestling Entertainment. The deaths were first reported to the fans of the World Wrestling Entertainment WWE on their WWE Mobile Alert service and posted to its official website soon after this on its corporate website. The company released the following statement World Wrestling Entertainment was informed today by authorities in Fayette County, Georgia, that WWE superstar Chris Benoit, his wife, and his son were found dead in their home. Authorities are investigating, but no other details are available at this time. Instead of its announced programming for tonight on the USA Network, WWE will air a three-hour tribute to Chris, Chris Benoit. Chris was beloved among his fellow superstars, and was a favorite among WWE fans for his unbelievable athleticism and wrestling abilities. He always take good pro- great pride in his performance and always showed respect for the business he loved for his peers and, and towards his fans. This is a terrible tragedy and unbearable loss. WWE extends its sincere condolences and prayers to the surviving members of the Benoit family and their loved ones in the time of the tragedy. After Vince McMahon had gathered the wrestlers together to tell them that Chris, Nancy, and Daniel had all died, WWE canceled the scheduled three-hour-long live show that had been scheduled for a few hours later on the night of June 25, which coincidentally was supposed to be a a memorial for the Mr. McC- McCann character on the June June 11th episode of Raw died in a limo explosion. That's crazy. I got to look more into that. Um, was scheduled to take place at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi, Texas, and replace... The broadcast version with a tribute to Chris Benoit's life and career featuring past matches, segments from Hard Knocks, the Chris Benoit story DVD, and comments from wrestlers and announcers from the Raw Smackdown and the ECW brands. Shortly after the program aired, many of the aired comments were posted on WWE. It was not until the until the last hour of the tribute program that reports surfaced one after the other that Chris... Nancy and Daniel had all died on different days over the weekend. And when police were not looking for any other suspects working under the belief that Crispin wall had murdered his family and son before killing himself the next day, Tuesday, June 26, 2007. After details of the murder, suicide became available. The company aired a recorded statement by Vince McMahon before it's ECW broadcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Last night on Monday Night Raw, the WWE presented a special tribute show recognizing the career of Chris Benoit. However, now, some 26 hours later, the facts of this horrific tragedy are now apparent. Therefore, other than my comments, there will be no mention of Mr. Benoit's name tonight. On the contrary, tonight's show will be dedicated to everybody affected by this terrible incident. Uh, This... Evening marks the first step of the healing process. Tonight, WWE formers will do what they do best, better than anyone else in the world, and entertain you. On Friday... Let me get some coffee. On Friday, June 29, 2007, before the SmackDown edition of the week, Vince McMahon released another statement indicating that the related events of the tragedy were not known at the time. The rest of the statement remained the same as the first one. On a recent edition of Raw, the WWE presented a small tribute show recognizing the career of Chris Benoit. However, the facts of this horrific tragedy involving Chris Benoit were not known at at the time. Therefore, other than it, my comments, there will be no mention of Chris Benoit's name. This show is dedicated to everyone who has been affected by strive. This marks. The first step in the healing process. We're here to entertain you. Okay. After worrying about the full details of his and his family's death, WWE quickly distanced itself from Chris Benoit, except for the results and listings in the WWE's title history. Though the summaries of his title reigns have been removed, the select presses from WWE's corporate website, the WWE WWE. Website removed all mentions of Benoit, including all news articles related to specific details of the incident, as well as his biography and the video tribute comments from Benoit's peers. WWE pulled the tribute episode from international markets, which aired Raw on a tape delay basis. Several channels announced that the episode was being withheld for legal issues. A a substitute raw hosted by Todd Grisham from WWE Studios was created featuring recaps of WWE Championship and World Heavyweight Championship matches which had occurred over the year. Benoit's name was removed from his previous song, Theme Song Rapid, on the MP three release of WWE, WWE Anthology. Ben Benoit is along with his Crippler, Crossface, and other signature removes were removed from the WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 video game after Benoit was originally included in this game as a playable character. Starting with WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2010, the move was reinstated as Crossface. WWE Classics On Demand, WWE's subscription video on demand services began removing the likeness and mentions of both Chris and Nancy Benoit from archive archivable footage. Matches and other footage in, involving Benoit appeared sp- sparingly on any D- WWE DVD releases following his death, with all of them being footage involving multiple wrestles, such as a battle royale or a multiple-person tag team match. The WCW War Games DVD by WE which features all the War Games matches does include the 1997 Fall Brawl War Games match between the NWO and the Four Horsemen featuring Benoit who was not involved in the finish of the match. But the commentary about Benoit edited out through Benoit is referred to as a mystery partner. On WWE Network, a parental advisory warning is shown before a program that features Benoit. The WWE shows the June 25, 2007 internationally aired episode of Raw featuring several world title matches instead of the original Benoit tribute show. The opening promo for the June 26, 2007 ECW show with Vince McMahon mentioned in Benoit has also been omitted from the broadcast. Several pay-per-view posters which feature Benoit have been replaced with new artwork on the network's menu screen. Matches listed for the shows and pay-per-views that have Benoit in them don't mention him by name, but instead list his opponents and stipulation including entering Benoit's name into the network's search function will return no results. In two thousand and fifteen, Benoit's name was mentioned as part of the WWE's Network Monday Night Fight series that looks back at the fall of WCW. Um, A segment in the series talks about the two thousand invasion storyline with Benoit and his radical stablemates Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn. However, bearing An establishing shot, Benoit was omitted from all footage and photographs featured on the group. Benoit is listed in the WWE encyclopedia where his wrestling career up to where he lost the World Heavyweight Championship to Randy Orton is detailed, along with his title, Canadian Rock Band Our Lady Peace who had written Benoit's theme song, Whatever, in 2001, were asked if they would ever perform the song again in 2012. Interview with the Huffington Post. The band members, Rain Media and Steve Mazar, responded that they felt they could not. Given the circumstances of Benoit's death, they had not performed the song for several years before Benoit's death, however. WWE included a moment where Randy Orton pinned Benoit at SummerSlam 2004 to capture his first World world Heavyweight Championship in a promotional video for the match um, between Orton and John Cena at the TLC. However, Benoit's face could not be seen. Um, There was also done in videos to build up Orton's 14th World Championship win in 2020. In Kurt Angle's Hall of Fame... Video upon his introduction, two thousand seven, WWE briefly showed a clip from his match in Chris Benoit. However, the shot is distant and Benoit's face cannot be seen. On a two thousand and twenty episode of Raw, emanating from the WWE Thunderdome, a fan showed a image of Chris Benoit in a prominently featured position. Professional wrestling industry: numerous individuals and. Per- Special wrestling past and present comment on the deaths and the aftermaths. Hulk Hogan commented on Benoit's personality and his thoughts on the crime, saying he was peaceful and kept to himself. I think it had something to do with personal domestic problems between him and his wife. Kurt Angle chose to comment more of a frenzy created by the crime, stating that this is not the WWE's fault and this is not Vince McMahon's fault. Chris Benoit is responsible for his own actions. Eric Bischoff. Discussed the media, friendly saying clearly, It's clear that the media wants to blame steroids, professional wrestling, Vince McMahon, and anyone or anything that for, further sensationalizes the family tragedy. I refuse to join the, the, the choir. I don't have enough information. I wasn't there. I'm not a psychologist. I just can't imagine or why this could have happened. And then there's just a list of other wrestlers that commented about it. Lex Luger, Mark Merrow... Ted DeBloss, uh, Senior Bret Hart, Kevin Nash, Lance Storm, China, Steve Blackman, Rob Van Dam, Ultimate Warrior, Chris G- Jericho, William Regal, Vince McMahon, and his wife Linda were interviewed separate and jointly by various news outlets. CM Punk, who was scheduled to face Benoit at the Vengeance Night of the Champions pay-per-view night the day, Dodd was among the many. WWE personnel that commented on the Benoit during the three-hour tribute show. He was briefly touched on the subject of Benoit's murder-slash-suicide in 2011. Interviewed GQ. He described it as a pretty low moment in in everyone's life. A a lot of people don't like to talk about it. It still blows my mind. At the 2012 San Diego Comic-Con during the interview session with wrestlers including Punk, he was asked if WWE was trying to erase Benoit from history and Punk responded that while Benoit is in the history books that cannot be changed. It does not make any sense for WWE to promote him due to the horrific nature of what he did. Uh, Sean Whitman in 2014 interviews said of Benoit, he was a pleasant guy but always had a, a darkness about him, a sadness or something. Whitman added that Benoit had a Bleak sense of humor, finding amusement in things that were a little bit bent. Paul Heyman in 2019 interview with the Insider Ropes briefly mentioned Benoit during the interview focused on Brock Lesnar after a fan kept interrupting whenever Heyman mentioned Benoit's name and said three people died in that house that night and only one person had the choice behind it. And as the other two Nancy and Daniel didn't have a choice to die, Heyman also stated that he doesn't believe care about CTA being the motive behind. Benoit's action, and while for, forever respecting Benoit as a performa, performer, lost any and respect and compassion for him personally following the events. Media: When the news was released about Benoit's death, most mainstream news outlets covered the story, including MS, NBC, Fox News Channel. Benoit made the cover of People magazine. Essays on Canadian writing press, which have no affiliation with Extreme Champions. Championship Wrestling, a promotion which Benoit once worked on through their initials are the same, announced on July 16th that the noted wrestling writer Arvon Mucknick had written a book on Benoit's case due out in 2008 at the Comedy Central Roast of Flavor Flav in August 2007, Jimmy Kimmel joked to Honoré Flavor, Flav that Crispin was a better father than Father Flav, which drew a shocked and appalled response and laughs from the crowd. That's like the funniest thing Jimmy Kimmel's probably ever said. Uh, let's be real. The show aired less than two months after the incident, but no reference was made to the taping date of the episode question. Government with Benoit and his death allegedly linked to steroid abuse, WWE went under investigation by United States Committee on Oversight and Government Reform regarding their talent wellness policies. The Congress did not take action against either WWE or any professional wrestling company in the wake of the event in January 2009. Henry Waxman, outgoing. Chairman of the House Committee on Oversight and Government and Reform requested that the Office of National Drug Policy, J.P. Welders, examine steroid use in professional wrestling and take appropriate steps to address this problem. In the letter, Waxman stated, In the first year of WWE's testing program, which began in March 2006, 40% of the wrestlers were tested positive for steroids and other drugs. Even after being warned in advance, they were going to be tested. He also wrote about how wrestlers who test positive for performance enhancers receive light punishment and afterwards can still participate in wrestling events. The committee investigated undercover how easily wrestlers can secure therapeutic use exemptions, TUEs, permission to take banned substances for medical reasons. So they continue to take performing while using steroids. When Waxman's staff interviewed Dr. Tracy Ray, a physician contracted by WWE, Ray claimed there was shadiness in almost every TUA case I've ever seen. CTE reports. At the time of the incident, research in the chronic traumatic... Let me, let me put this shit on charge real quick. We know it happened last time, guys. Let me start this one over. At the time of the incident, research into chronic traumatic CTE, which is I'm led to led by forensic neuropathologist Bennett Omoya, and former players of the gridiron football was a fast-growing issue in the sport that had been at the forefront following Dr. Emila's 2002 report on the Pro Football Hall of Fame member Mike Webster done after his death. Subsequent post-mortem analysis of the brain's recently deceased NFL players agreed with the report on Webster's death as each player showed the same kind, showed some kind of brain damage previously seen in people with Alzheimer's disease or dementia as well as in some retired boxers. Michael Benoit agreed to have his son's brain analyzed by the same neurosurgeon. On September 5, 2007, Julian Barris, the chief of neurosurgeon at West Virginia University, conducted a news conference in a New York City to announce the result of Benoit's postpartum brain examination. When the sports legacy Institute approached Michael Benoit about testing chris's brain as part of the sports Legacy program program. Our goal was to determine if there was evidence of CTE caused by repeated trauma to the head sustained during chris Benoit's career. We have confirmed multiple concussions are now part of the medical history, along with clinical symptoms associated with CTE because my, M- my SLI colleagues and I have found evidence of CTE in the brains of four former professional football players. We felt a examination of Chris Benoit's brain may bring awareness to CTE's existence outside of boxers and football players. The findings of CTE in Chris Benoit suggest that there may be common syndrome among athletes who suffer multiple head injuries in contact sports. In December 2006, nearly 30 months after Benoit's death, Dr. Ullman confirmed to ESPN's outside lines that the death of a second WWE wrestler, Andrew Martin, known to WWE by his ring name Test, was attributed to CTE. C- Bells told ESPN, When we announced our findings on Chris, some in the media said it was roid rage. We said at the time the real finding was repeated head heter- trauma." Head trauma was the cause. With Andrew Martin as the second case, the WWE and the sports in general have to ask himself, is this a a trend? The science tells us that jumping off 10-foot ladders and slamming people with tables and chairs is simply bad for the brain. And I mean, we can all agree on that. Like, there's no way that you can just, you know, keep putting your fucking brain through that and your brain's gonna function normal. So it's like, I'm sure that, like, that brain damage you know like who knows maybe that last fucking hit just like clicked something in his brain that just like couldn't click off you know what i mean wwe noted that the research was new at the time but released the following statement to espn for outside the lines "While wow, this is a new emerging science the wwe is unaware of the veracity of any of these tests be it for chris benoit or andrew martin Dr. Elma claims that Mr. Benoit had the brain of what resembled an eighty-five year old man with Alzheimer's, which would have led one to ponder how Mr Benoit found his way to the airport, let alone was able to remember all the moves and information that is required to perform in the ring. In the decade that followed after the program, postmortem brain research on numerous deceased wrestlers diagnosed foundings consistent with CTE, Rastler's wrestlers. Denies, wrestlers Diagnosed with CTE and post-mortem research include Axel Rotten, Balls um, Mahoney, Jimmy Snuka, Mr. Fuji, and Ron Bass. Over 60 professional wrestlers and representatives of deceased wrestlers filed against WWE with attorney Constantine Kuros representing them the lagination causes WWE concealed the risk of the injury, specifically CTE. The United States District Judge Vanessa Leon Bryant dismissed the lawsuits in September 2018. Bryant said the tragedy did not cause WWE to recognize a link between CTE and a professional wrestling, but stated the circumstances surrounding Mr. Benoit's death were so tragic and so horrifying that it would have been responsible for his fellow wrestlers to follow news developments about him and about CTE, which they could have deduced they were risking developing CTE and sought medical opinions about risks to their own health. The United States Courts of Appeals for the Second Circuit rejected appeal in 2020, and the Supreme Court of the United Court of the United States declared declined to hear the case in April 2021. Alright, steroids background. Steroids were found in the home, leading some media organizations to hypothesize that steroid induced rage may be the cause of Benoit's actions. As some doctors have linked steroid use to uncontrollable anger, among other psychological issues, which included paranoia, WWE released a press statement challenging the roid rage claims on one part. The physical findings announced by authorities indicate deliberation, not rage. The wife's feet and hands were bound and she was asphyxiated, not beaten to her death. By the account of the authorities, there were subsequently periods of time between the death of the wife and the death of the son, again, suggesting deliberate thought, not rage. The presence of the Bible by each is not an act of rage. So yeah, like the way he committed suicide... Him, Xanax and his kids, Xanax and his wife. Like, it wasn't like, and within like five minutes, he just walked in there in a gun and shot him. Like, he kind of just plotted this out, and then he was making calls, trying to cover his tracks, and different shit like that. There's, is kind of what I'm getting. That there was just too much of him, too much thought going in this to be roid rage. Now, I I still kind of believe this has something to do with CTE. I feel like his brain probably. just had been put through too much and just snapped. Prosecutors in New York investigated the deliveries Benoit received from the Signature Pharmacy and MedXLife.com, which sold steroids and human growth hormone, HGH, over the internet. Terrence Kildren, the lawyer for MedX Company owner Gary Burrent, denied allegations that his client's company sold steroids, to Benoit. Bradwyn pleaded not guilty to six counts in the New York State Court related to the criminal sale of controlled substance. According to the report from Sports Illustrated, three packages sent to Benoit were from Signature Farmy. with the first one sent in December 2005 to San Antonio, Texas. The second package was sent on February 13, 2006 As an address in the Peachtree City, Georgia. And the third package was sent in July 2006 to Fort Walton Beach, Florida. This followed 11 wrestlers that were announced in a Sports Illustrated steroids investigation. That began March 2007, which included Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Oscar uh, Gutierrez, a.k.a. Ray Mysterio Jr. You already know what it is. And then Adam Copeland... Edge, and Gregory Helms, with Copeland receiving a high amount of steroids. So your boy Edge was fucking pumping it. WWE, intern, uh, WWE attorney Jerry McDevitt stated that they do believe the facts of this crime do not support the hypothesis that road rage played in a, a role in the murders. They cite evidence of premeditation in addition to the lack of toxicology reports. And the fact that the steroids were found in Benoit's home were legally prescribed. Gary L. Widler, who served on the World Anti-Duping Agency's prohibited list and methods committee that its health medicines and research committee agreed that stating that there there was premeditated act and that's not rage. Investigators sees both Chris and Nancy's medical records. They also have medical records of Mark Gendrick, Hardcore Holly, Lex Luger, Florence Preferal, Ray Mysterio Jr., Buff Bagwell, and Johnny Grudge, all of whom were patients of Phil Austin. At the Congress at the, at the press conference held by Georgia Brewer Investigation on July 17th, 2006, it was announced that there were three different drugs found in Nancy Benoit's system, hydrocodone, morphine, and Xanax. All three drugs were found to be at the levels investigators considered normal for therapeutic use as opposed to recreational use or abuse. A blood alcohol level was found to be at 0.184, Chris Berry, a medical examiner added. It was impossible to say rather... Any of the blood findings were due to ingestion of alcohol or postmortem process. It was also ruled out that Nancy was sedated by Chris before she was murdered. Xanax was found in Daniel Benoit's system. District Attorney Scott Ballard noted that this was not a drug that would be given to a child under normal circumstance. It was believed that Daniel was sedated before being murdered with Sperry ruling out that Daniel died of a drug overdose. The GBI, however, said during the press conference that it could not perform tests for steroids or human growth hormones on Daniel because of lack of a urine. Xanax and hydrocodone were found in Crispin Benoit's system at levels investigators called consistent with therapeutic use. Elevated levels of the synthetic, anabolic, Steroid, testosterone, ciponate were found in his urine. Investigators believe that levels suggest found suggested it had been taken recently while the synthetic anabolic steroid testosterone uh, ciponate was found in his urine. There was no evidence of GHB contrary to speculation. Benoit also tested negative for blood alcohol. Uh, Drug charges against Benoit's doctor. Phil C. Austin was a personal doctor for Chris Benoit. His attorney, Manny Aurora, asked a judge to throw out evidence seized during a drug during a raid on Austin's office after Benoit and his family died. He claimed the search exceeded authority, granted in search warrants, and the police seized other patients' records. And three years of bank records and computers, according to the Associated Press in February 2008. Austin was charged with overprescribing medication in a case not con- connected to Benoit. On January 29, 2009, he admitted he illegally prescribed drugs, sometimes without examining the patients first, and pleaded guilty. To all, 175 counts against him. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison. A statement regarding Nancy Benoit's death was added to Chris Benoit's English Wikipedia article 14 hours before police discovered the bodies of Benoit and his family. This seemingly precedent addition was initially reported on Wicked News and later on Fox News. The article originally read, Chris Benoit was replaced by Johnny Nitro for the ECW World Championship match at Vengeance as Benoit was not there due to personal issues stemming from the death of his wife, Nancy. Uh, The phrase, stemming from the death of his wife, Nancy, was added at 4 a.m. EDT, On June 25th, whereas the Farrick County police reportedly discovered the bodies of the Benoit family at 2.30, estimated time, 10 hours and 29 minutes later. The IP address of the editor was traced to Stemford, Connecticut, but was also a location of a WWE headquarters. After the news of the early death reached mainstream, the anonymous poster access Wicked News to explain his edit as a huge coincidence and nothing more. Police detectives seized computer equipment from the man held responsible for the postings and called the postings an unbelievable hindrance to their investigation, but believed he was otherwise uninvolved. declined to press charges the man was found the man had found several rumors online which support his theory about the Benoit emergency. As reported in the Wrestling news: The IP from which the edit was tentatively traced to vandalizing the Wikipedia entries for African wild ass, the Bronx, The Sopranos, Ron Artest, uh, Stacy Kibler, and Nougatuck, Kentucky. He was also reverted, reverted vandalism to Chavo Guerrero Jr. and recorded a loss for the Golden State Warriors. So basically, this dude was kind of an internet troll, I guess. And I guess he just kind of, like, made up that shit. And then it just turned out that, like, they died. Which, I mean, like, and it would be kind of weird if he didn't have other shit. But as you can see right here, this is just a troll. Like, he, he recorded a loss for the Golden State Warriors. I think that's so, like, I think he just, like, was a troll. But just imagine, like, you're just trolling... And you just put that Chris Benoit kills his wife. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the police are fucking knocking at your door like, hey, dude, what the hell is going on here? And you're just like, oh, shit. So that's that's crazy to me. Um, Aftermath and legacy. In the years following the double murder and suicide, it continued to be referred to in the media. The Great American Bash, the pay-per-view on July 20th, 2008. Was the last WWE pay per view with a TV fourteen rating. The WWE immediately therefore adapted their current TV PG, which resulted in a noticeably toning down of the edgy content. Shows within a few months, blood was several severely turned down, tuned down, which returned to WWE's product to its pre nineteen ninety seven rule on prohibiting. Deliberate bleeding in matches. There have been discussions about whether or not Benoit would have been inducted in the World Hall of Fame. Steve Austin predicted that Benoit, all through important to the business, would have never been inducted into the Hall of Fame due to his actions. Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho also stated Benoit should have never been, should never be in the Hall of Fame. The incident was cited by the Shield writer, Sean Ryers and an inspiration for a main character, Shane, uh, Vendril's murder suicide in the series final family meeting aired on November 2005 2008. On July 2006 to 2007 2012, or July 26, 2012, the rap group Insane Clown Posture released a music video for the song Chris Benoit. The song and video are not about Chris Benoit, but a man's breakdown that's similar to Benoit's. The song and music video do include stock footage and recordings of Chris Benoit before his death. A remix was with rappers Ice Cube and Scarface was later released with Ice Cube's verse being entirely about Chris Benoit. That's crazy. Scarface and Ice Cube did a song with ICP. To everybody, Clown and Otsy man. They, they got the Scarface feature. On December 1, 2012, Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Joven Belcher murdered his girlfriend, then took his own life at the Chiefs training facility near Arrowhead Stadium. The circumstances surrounding that murder drew some comparisons to the Chris Benoit situation. In July 2013, interviewed Nancy... Benoit's sister, Sandra Toflonian, said she believes the blackout caused him to murder his sister. She stated that the medical examiner who who examined Benoit's body stated that he had only 10 months to live due to an enlarged heart. Uh, Toflonian also stated that Benoit was contemplating retiring and opening a wrestling school, but decided to continue wrestling due to being one of the main events and vengeance for the ECW World Championship. A bi- biopic title, Crossface, was announced in 2011, which would have been based on Matthew Redenso's Book of Hell, the story of Benoit, and the fall of the pro wrestling industry. The film would have been shown Benoit, from his early days being trained by the Hart family, to his rise in the ECW and WWE, the... Deaths of his wife and son and his suicide. Lev Schreiber was set to portray Ben Benoit. Filming from the set began in 2012, however, according to Chris's oldest eldest son, David, the film was canceled following a legal dispute with the Benoit family. Um in March 2020, this is really good. If you haven't watched this, please watch this shit. This is fucking great. But March twenty two, Vice's Dark Side of the Ring featured a two-hour documentary episode featuring his son, David Nancy Benoit's sister, uh, sister Sandra T, and wrestling legends Chavo Guerrero Jr., Vicky Vicky, uh, Guerrero, uh, Jim Rose, Dean Malenko, and Chris Jericho. And then there's some references. These none of this shit matters. Uh it's just a bunch of fucking like lame old news articles. I'm seeing if there's anything else. Yeah, that's that's pretty much like the most that's pretty much all the info. So but my theories on the Chris Benoit, I think I think it was I think it's a little bit of everything, okay? Like the man's got abusing steroids a little bit, you know, he's drinking a shit ton of alcohol. His wife's filing for divorce. You know what I mean? Like, he's got this fucking heart that's going to explode in 10 months. So it's like, I mean, basically, he's just a ticking time bomb at this point. And then, you know, like, maybe he just hears about that fucking the divorce or, you know, has like a wrestling match and something hits him in his fucking head. And and, you know, and maybe, you know, he's just a jerk. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think personally, I think that uh, there was a lot of factors that contributed to him doing it i don't think he's innocent by any means but also i do kind of like the whole conspiracy that like you know her ex-husband could have killed him because that's kind of crazy too like i mean just because he wasn't found guilty doesn't mean he didn't do it i mean think about oj simpson we know he did that shit but we just can't prove it but yeah what what y'all's thoughts on the Chris Benoit,